The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to stop focusing on business problems and start focusing on the growth and leadership of your business. Welcome to The Business Edge with your host, Marsha Zeidel. Learn to create a growth agenda to get your business on the right track and keep it there. Rev up your growth engine with exceptional talent and develop the right kind of leadership to move it forward fast. Now, here is Marsha Zeidel. Welcome to The Business Edge, giving practical advice to entrepreneurs and business leaders on how to take your company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. I'm Marcia Zeidel, your Smart Moves Coach, getting you on the right track, keeping you on the right track, and making sure you don't get sidetracked in your drive for purpose, performance, and profitability. Let's start with a Smart Moves tip from an African proverb, which says, If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with others. After all, life is a contact sport, and the question to ask yourself is, what's your score, and are you winning? My guest is Mike Muni, and he will answer these questions. Mike's claim to fame came from his co-inventing of ACT, and with it creating the software category known as Contact Managers, that now encompasses CRM. In 2010, Mike once again created another category known as Mobile Relationship Managers with VIP Orbit, designed for users of iPhones, iPad, and Mac Apple devices, a global target of nearly a billion today. VIP Orbit has won top awards, recently ranked number one of the world's top 50 best productivity apps. Wow. Welcome, Mike. It's a delight to have you on the show talking about Orbit's, your sphere of resources and influence, how to get the most out of them. Well, thank you for having me, Marcia. Good to be here today. Well, great. Um, Let's just start with um, telling the listeners a little bit about yourself. Okay. Uh, I was born and raised in Chicago. Uh, I started my career with IBM in the mainframe era. I am a classically trained IBM salesman uh, selling multi-million dollar equipment, calling it the highest levels of large organizations, as you could imagine, back in that era. Uh, but what IBM taught me, and this is fundamental to my co-invention of ACT and my invention of VIP Orbit, is that they didn't teach me how to sell, Marsha. They taught me how to deal with more people more effectively, the result of which uh, I would be more successful. Right. So are you, you know, and I think this moves on to that second question, which is um, now that you've told about yourself, um, 
You invented VIP Orbit. What's the significance of that name? Well, you know, we all understand conceptually and vicariously uh, what a very important person is, a VIP. And we've observed via television and movies the treatment that people who are VIPs get. And as a VIP, who doesn't enjoy the kind of attention and treatment and service sure. uh, and regard that people hold toward VIPs? Well, what if you could treat the uh, tools used, uh, everyone, as if they were a VIP and they felt that way from your particular service and attention compared to other people they deal with, thereby elevating you to a higher level of their thought process, their interest in, you know, engaging with you uh, over a longer period of time, if not indefinitely. So that's the VIP part of VIP orbit. And then the orbit part mm -hmm. uh, really comes from the dictionary definition apart from the celestial and the definition of an orbit, is a person's sphere of resource and influence. And who doesn't want that? So combining the two, your ability to treat people as if they were VIPs, and, you know, who wouldn't love that, as I said, and expanding, exercising, maintaining, sustaining, you know, all of those good things, everyone in all of your networks, both business and personal. So that's the significance of the name. Um. It sounds, um, in one way, it sounds overwhelming. In another way, it sounds simple. So um, let's look at what is the difference be between a circle, a group, an orbit, because that's where I was getting a little, you know, when I said it sounds complex, what is that difference? Well, the smallest uh, of them would be a circle, uh, in the sense of your ability to, you know, be a contributing uh, as well as a receiving participant. In other words, let's, uh, let me try to paint a scenario here. So I was recently down in South by Southwest in Austin, the big annual convention, and everyone attending South by Southwest could be said to have been a circle, a circle, you know, uh, collectively interested in anything and everything related to South by Southwest. I was actually a speaker there, mm -hmm. and in my breakout session on my book, Who's in Your Orbit, Beyond Facebook, Creating Relationships That Matter, there were about 150 people. Well, I would call that a group, uh, a specific group with a, a more intensified and focused uh, interest uh, on the topic that I was speaking on. In that group of the audience, there were only a handful of people who I personally knew and were close to, and those people, of course, would be in my personal orbit. So an orbit is the most far-reaching, the most um, uh, effective, the one with the most depth of relationship value and uh, opportunity, again, pertinent to a person's sphere of resource and influence, uh, circles, I mean, I mean you, you might uh, think of Google Circles as somewhat of a named uh, competitor, but it's really not in that the difference between an orbit, VIP orbits, orbits, and Google Circles is think of a deck of cards. Mm -hmm. Each card represents a contact, and you spread that deck of cards out on a blackjack table and put a rope around it. That's a, a Google Circle. Uh, you really can't do anything more with it uh, because it's treated as a single entity. In other words, you could have a, you know, a Google Hangout and talk to everybody. You know, that'd be great. But there's no legacy to each of the individual relationships that, you know, were part of that Google Circle Hangout. 
VIP orbit uh, enables me to have, you know, again, not only the breadth of knowledge, but the depth of knowledge of each individual uh, and what I can, you know, uh, do with them, what I know about them, on-demand, instant recall, photographic memory, executive assistant-like. Well, you know, let's there was let's go back to um, the difference between a circle and a group in orbit, if that's okay, because sure. I, I liked your example, but I want to flesh it out a little more. So you talked about you use an example of the South by Southwest um, uh, meeting in Austin, and so um, the people there were your circle am I, that attended. Am I correct on that? The people that attended uh, South by Southwest, all however many of them there were, 30,000, 40,000, whatever, that would be a circle of people that, that converged in Austin for that specific you know, week uh, for all of the activities therein. That's uh, a, a circle in the definition of what constitutes a circle. Right. Now we move to the group and you gave a workshop and about 150 people were in that group. Um, and then you moved on to the orbit, which are the, within that group, if I was understanding it, you may have had a handful that you personally knew. Is that correct? That's correct. And, and that orbit of people within the larger group Mm-hmm. Uh, are people that uh, constitute members of my various orbits or my networks, you know, uh, both business and personal. They're the people that you know I, I communicate with uh, personally. They're mm-hmm. people that I that I know. They're people that I can uh, benefit from as well as provide solutions to. Uh, and they are known entities. And most people in a group as well as a circle, you don't know. You're just you know, a member of a crowd. So I think the question that I have is, um, can people that you meet in a circle or in a group, can that person or persons become part of your orbit? Absolutely. I mean, you know, if you think about all of the events that we uh, attend, um, you know, whether it's an after-work cocktail session, if it's a party on a personal level, if it's a business conference that you're attending, you know, uh, you're going to meet people there. And, uh, you know, a number of those people, let's assume you're going to strike up some common ground with, some common interest, and, and there is every reason to believe at that point that there's going to be mutual opportunities. And so in, in order to capitalize on that, uh, and typically begins with the exchange of a business card and saying, well, I'll call you or I'll, I'll get back in touch with you via email and set something up, you know, in a uh, short time, you know, after the event. That's what really begins and initiates uh, a whole lot of opportunity and potential down the road dependent upon, you know, how that relationship just struck up uh, is developed. And my attitude is, when I encounter people like that, and, and of course you're an example, Marcia, we met at an industry event, right? And we, and we struck up a conversation. So let's be real. Let's bring it down to the practical level. This, people do this all the time, every day, uh, in the simple exchange of business cards or receiving an email, with effect, which effectively is, let's just call it a different kind of business card in some respects, right. and, and you reply. And, and so now 
Do you just continue to have conversations back and forth and think that you remember them in your head, or do you remember to uh, regard them uh, and the potential relationship that, you know, lies therein so much that you, you know, want to keep notes on it, you want to document things, you want to be able to recall things, you want to accumulate knowledge of these people so that you get closer to them. And, and so in that, you know, metamorphosis from attending networking sessions, and everything is a networking session. I don't care what you do. Going to a baseball game, you know, uh, as a guest in, the, in somebody's suite at Texas Stadium, for example, uh, presents networking opportunities. And, you know, what do you do with them afterwards? What most people do, I find, and, and that most people admit to me that they do, is they are excited and interested to exchange business cards. They may write a little note on the business card to remember something when, when either one follows up, but typically those cards just go in a drawer. And then, then we you know, fall into very lazy attitudes and habits whereby we, we think we're relying on our memory to carry things forward, and we simply you know, mark down things on a calendar. Okay, so I'm going to have coffee with you in, you know, in three weeks. Um, but, but don't I want to accumulate everything I've learned about you uh, with each you know, uh, visit that we have or discussion that we encounter with each other so that we can be more pertinent and find that common ground, right? I mean, uh, and that's, that's the purpose of a lot of networking, finding common ground, whether it's personal re- reasons, political reasons, um, you know, business opportunity reasons. Uh, you know, you could be a flaming Democrat and I could be a flaming, you know, Republican. Uh, it doesn't matter. What are our common grounds? Because business thrives on people being close together and people do business with people they like. So all of networking opportunities represent opportunities to find people with that common ground from which you begin to like each other, and then, you know, the uh, the sky's the limit. Well, on that note, we are going to take a short break. Uh, This is Marcia Zidle, your Smart Moves coach. You're listening to The Business Edge. Stay tuned. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidle, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidle, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidle. 
To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge. This is Marsha Zidle, your Smart Moves Coach. My guest today is Mike Muni, and he's talking about our spheres of influence and resources, how to get the most out of them. And at the end of our last segment, um, Mike and I were talking about how we met, and it was at a networking group. And during the break, I mentioned to Mike that I remember meeting him. I know exactly where it was. I know we had something in common as we talked, but I did not know what that point of commonality was because it was probably about anywhere from three to five months ago. So Mike said to me, um, he's going to tell me because he has all that information in his uh, orbit. So Mike, go ahead. Tell me what we discussed. (laughs) Well, okay. As a prelude to that, Marcia, and and I uh, hope to not embarrass you, it's really meant to uh, indicate what we talked about uh, a moment ago on the type of information that people think they keep in their head, but we lose track of all of those important details. So let me begin by asking you first, and then I'll compare me to you. What do you remember about us? For example, when did we meet specifically, and what did we talk about? I know we met at Lynn O'Neill's Entrepreneur Breakfast. I know that you did a short presentation about orbits. Um, I know that afterwards I went up to you and talked to you a bit. And my sense is that what we have in common is something to do with international or living or working overseas. That's as much as I remember. Okay. No, that's very good. I I compliment you, you know, off the top of your head. And and I, of course, remember that, too. Uh, But do you know the the specific day that we met? Haven't the foggiest idea. (laughs) Okay. Do you know how many, do you even have a sense of how many exchanges of communiques, whether that's a phone call, a visit, a meet that we've exchanged with each other? Do you have any sense of that? Well, let's not include emails, but I would say um, mostly it's been by phone, and I would say maybe three, four times, maybe a half dozen the most. Okay. Now, very good, and I'll stop there. Now, before I answer from my perspective uh, the, you know, development of our relationship, you know, what I want to say at this point, Marcia, and this is very crucial to why is, why do I even have this information? Why is it important for me to keep it? Number one, you know, I, I, it demonstrates to you my attention to detail and how mm-hmm. important you are to me such that I took the time and I made the investment, right? And, mm-hmm. and you do invest in people. Um, uh, I took the time to make the investment to record this information so that I, in comparison to others uh, across, uh, you know, me being sized up against, because we all size each other up against alternatives, right? I don't care if you're an architect or an engineer, a doctor, lawyer, accountant, everybody sells, and you need to pick the one that you want to do business with. Well, how do I make myself stand out amongst other architects, right? I mean, we're all qualified, let's argue, but why me? And so this is what I have about you. 
And what I'm going to read to you is from the automatic log file. So everything I did with you is automatically captured, and I'm going to go back to the beginning. It was September 11th, easy day to remember, you know, 2013. We did meet at Lynn's conference. We talked. We had a delightful chat. We had a lot in common philosophically and relationship-oriented. As a result of that, I took your business card. I created your profile in VIP Orbit. I added you to three orbits that uh, very day. I added you to everybody I know in the DFW area. I added you to my other orbit, Entrepreneurs DFW, obviously everybody that I've encountered there. And I also added you to my media orbit because you do what you're doing now, uh, a podcast. And so I've got 73 orbits, and a person can be in unlimited orbits. Then on September 12th, you sent me a LinkedIn request to link up with me with a personal note, and I accepted with another personal note, and you invited me at that point in time to eventually be a guest on the Business Edge. Okay? Right. I wrote back and said I'd be delighted, and, and I'd let you know when I could do it, according to my schedule. On um, February 4th uh, was the next encounter we had of this year. I received a LinkedIn email as opposed to a regular email, uh, narrowing down and, and uh, nailing down the specific date for this radio broadcast. Mm-hmm. We then, I, and I replied to you, then we had a phone call on February 10th where we had kind of an explorative, what would we talk about? On February 11th, we scheduled a breakfast. You had to uh, cancel that later uh, because of uh, co- conflict. I then had a first radio interview with on March 19th. I received an email from you on March 20th with details, and you sent me the MP3 of that interview. I received another email from you on March 24th regarding this radio interview that we're doing today, and you called me on March 31st. Further, I also knew from the first encounter at Lynn's uh, September 11th event that you're from uh, Eastern European immigrants, that you have this uh, radio program, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, compare what I just told you, on-demand, instant recall, photographic memory about everything I've done with you, and now multiply that across in my personal VIP Orbit database today, almost 1,400 people. I have that kind of detail. I'm, I'm, you know, stand out from the crowd. I rise above the, you know, the rest of them, and I distinguish myself from my competition, which we all have. And it makes you kind of, and I'm just going to presume here, Marsha, kind of go, Compared to everybody else that I'm used to dealing with, holy cow, does Mike remember a lot of stuff? And you can't help but begin to have that VIP feeling and treatment from me. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm flabbergasted. Um, and, you know, my, and, and I want to move on, but this was, and I certainly am very, I was very okay with you doing this, but I think this is a real live example of what. It, w- the functionality of it and and how it can be used. So let's move on to, um, you know, you talked about, the, you know, you gave this example. Uh, how about describing how you use it both in your personal business life and more importantly, how that is helping you to be more productive? Okay. Uh, very good question. You know, I, I we all have a single life. Right. Uh, I don't I don't have two separate Mike Munis. I'm one Mike Muni with a lot of people that I know, a lot of acquaintances I have, a lot of encounters experienced. Uh, it's comprised of one thing, people. And that uh, is uh, derived from both my personal life as well as my business life. 
you know, I play golf, for example. I have golfing buddies. And some of those golfing buddies are also customers. So let's say that they're not only in my personal life, they're in my business life as well. Mm-hmm. I have people that I've encountered uh, initially from a business standpoint, and we had so much in common, so much that we continued to do together, that we literally became friends and socialized on a friendship level. So the point is, you know, how do I manage my entire life of everyone, regardless of personal or business, uh, that allows me and enables me to be agile enough to manage both and put them in each group, if you will, uh, personal or business, within a subset called an orbit that they are pertinent to be a member of uh, right. that enables me to have instant information on everybody I know at any time, anywhere that I am, with complete photographic memory-like recall. Uh, that's really how I use VIP orbit. So that the uh, one of the main benefits... In my personal use, and the reason I invented VIP Orbit the way I did with the orbital architecture is so that I didn't care any longer, uh, do, you know, where do I put people in my personal life uh, apart from just the built-in phone list on the devices, which means I don't have any information, no detail, no ability to aggregate uh, as opposed to my business life, whereby a lot of people perhaps use a CRM system, right, and they do have certain information on people. Well, if people are important enough to remember in a business uh, customer relationship management system, why aren't they also important enough to remember apart from and outside of your business life? Uh, and, and so that's how I use it. It, it just is my, uh, my memory for people. I mean, fundamentally, that's exactly what it is, and I don't care business or personal. It's just my memory for people, and because I wasn't blessed with a photographic memory personally, I, I have, uh, via VIP Orbit, a proxy that gives me that photographic memory. So what you're saying is that uh, people can be both a part of your uh, uh, business life and personal life. They can be in orbits. Um, you know, we just have a couple of minutes left. Um, would you want to talk about that a little further? And then also, can I share orbits? Uh, you're going to be able to share orbits uh, later this summer when we release our brand new rewritten from scratch of a whole new user interface, multi-user version. Uh, and the cool thing about that, Marsha, that we're going to enable is something that doesn't even exist on the market at all, and that is the ability to target uh, selected collaborators with simply selected orbits. In other words, you know, CRM systems today are basically one massive database Yes, I can have read-write or read-only capability amongst the shared group, but the point is a CRM system is pretty much shared by everybody. But in that, as I said a moment ago, is just for my business life. So imagine this scenario, uh, and let's, let's start with my golfing buddies. I have 73 orbits in my database right now, VIP Orbit database. One of them are my golfing buddies and all the golf courses we like to play at, Right. And so what if I want to collaborate with them and and share just that orbit of all of us golfing buddies to see who's got a tee time schedule that I might be able to join or invite others to join with me on for, uh, you know, the next golf game, right? That's a a targeted, collaborative, shared orbit just with them and just pertinent to the members in that orbit. They have nothing to do with my other 72 orbits because it's not pertinent for them to be collaborating with on. On my, uh, let's take my. Uh, well, you know outside. what? Can we 
Can we hold that thought for a second? Because sure. it's about time for another break. And um, maybe you could move on to that as well. Some other key questions that I have to ask you. Sure. So is it, uh, uh, so listeners, it's time for a short break. This is Marcia Seidel, your Smart Moves coach. You're listening to The Business Edge. And when we return, um, Mike is going to continue talking about the, the importance and, and the value of orbits. Stay tuned. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back. This is Marsha Zotto, your Smart Moves Coach, and my guest is Mike Muni, talking about orbits of influence. And in the last segment, uh, he was going to give an example, one more example of how to share orbits. So, Mike, why don't you tell us about that? Okay, so I just concluded telling you about sharing and collaborating on a personal orbit, my golfing buddies. Let's move to an example of another one of my 73 orbits, uh, my outside public relations firm that has a lot of media contacts, and they schedule you know, uh, phone calls, uh, interviews, et cetera, et cetera, with me. Well, with shared orbits, I'm going to be able to collaborate with them on my media orbit and thereby in real time, they'll know, we'll know everybody that we have in common and I'll know everybody that they add to it that they want me to talk with or, you know, whatever, uh, do a presentation to, a demonstration with. Uh, and when I schedule something and then come, to that activity on, you know, what was the outcome of that interview without even having to contact me, they will see what the outcome of that, of those activities are that they had set up for me. So real-time uh, sharing and collaboration without having to bother the other people, so to speak, or giving them enough information where the 
communication that ensues is more pertinent and to the point because they've got a lot of the initial detail. And so the ability to, again, manage my entire life, uh, regardless of boundaries, being personal or business, only with the specific people pertinent to specific orbits that need to be shared, gives me a lot of power as an individual and productivity that most people don't even come close to. Well, let's move on because um, I think the listeners will be really interested in, um, is it just consumers using VIP Orbit or are there some, let's say, enterprise-level users of it as well? Yeah, that's that's a good question. You know, as a single user version, which really in some respects you know, constrains my market uh, reach, uh, especially into larger enterprise organizations uh, because it cannot be shared presently. That's why we're excited about what's coming out this summer. I still, beside uh, that that, uh, restriction, do have enterprise users of VIP Orbit. For example, without naming them, uh, one of the Fortune 100 pharmaceutical companies, uh, the chief information security officer uses VIP Orbit. Uh, one of the major car manufacturers, uh, uh, a president, uses VIP Orbit. Uh, the president, I'll, I will name this one, of the uh, United States BMW Motorcycles Club uses VIP Orbit. Um, uh, I have, you know, exa- I had the dean of one of the country's Ivy League MBA schools using VIP Orbit. Now, uh, that's just some example of, of the variety of people, as well as, you know, doctors and dentists and pharmacists and, you know, real estate people, of course. But the interesting thing about the first four that I named is you have to probably assume that they have a uh, enterprise customer relationship management system that's very sophisticated, probably costing you know tens if not hundreds of millions of dollars for the enterprise to use. So you would say, well, why would they need VIP Orbit? Well, like I said earlier, Marsha, that's business only for their enterprise. I have no idea what they do in the rest of their life. Maybe they want to have their own private little black book. Let's just call it that, right? They don't right. want to take the time and it's too sophisticated, too you know, time-consuming, et cetera, et cetera, and even overkill for their particular needs to have to go into a CRM system, which typically is designed for the quota-carrying, territory-managing salesperson, right? Right, right. So, uh, you know, and we all carry these devices with us now 24-7. And so, you know, they're not probably carrying around their CRM system on the weekend as they're sitting watching their grandson's, you know, baseball game but they certainly could be doing things uh, apart from that uh, via their iPhone or iPad, for example, on the spot communicating to people. So the agility it gives them is enormous. And and here's what a number of them have personally told me, because I've asked them, why are you using VIP Orbit when your company is using, you know, this CRM system? And they said, because uh, uh, the CRM system uh, is for the company and it's basically a management tool. And I don't put everything in there. I only put enough in there for what the company needs, but I still have separate information that I don't want the company to know about that's in my personal little black book, and that's what VIP Orbit is to me. And so they live in a dual mode, so to speak, but it's but VIP Orbit takes them up, uh, beyond just that business. That's all. And I think what it also does is it helps separate the two lives, um, because with our, our, our 
you know, with our iPhones or whatever, it's like, it's, we, it's hard to separate. It's hard to leave your business life. Um, and I, it just occurred to me, but this is a really good way to be able to connect with people, but they're different people from your, from your professional life. Exactly. Uh, Right. But see there, I, I appreciate the fact that you just said professional life, which, you know, I think most people would assume is business, but that's the whole point. I don't look at at my professional life. I simply look at my life. Yes. Yes. And so I, you know, I need something that just enables me uh, with an effective, uh, proficient, productive, um, seamlessly integrated, you know, tool uh, that allows me to do a lot as an individual that a lot of people otherwise would need an assistant or assistance for. And, you know, most of us can't afford an assistant, never will be able to, but wouldn't we all like to have one with, you know, all of these details, you know, at ready disposal whenever I need them? Well, uh, I do have an assistant, and my assistant is called VIP Orbit, and it's with me 24-7, uh, and my wife doesn't, you know, bother, get bothered by that. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to add that. I, no, I had to add that, but it's true, right? Right, right. Um, well, you know, let's get back to you a bit, because um, we, we talked about how it's used by others. Um, besides being the inventor, you are a user too. And would you mind summarizing its value to you? And you may have you may have uh, already spoken to that a bit, but maybe give some examples. Sure. Well, um, you know, I, I had like a user. We have needs, and and what happened? I guess to kind of uh, describe how did it even come to be invented and, and conjured up in my mind is as the, as the co-inventor of ACT and for many, many years living with all of the value that ACT provided you know, to me back in that era when I used it, uh, I missed having it. But now I had this iPhone and I had an iPad and there, and there was nothing in the Apple world that even came close to what the Windows world has enjoyed for the last 27 years with ACT. Mm-hmm. And, and yet I also learned the things, you know, and of course no is the parent of ACT, the, the things that it doesn't do. And so in my own need, you know, now that I had this device with me 24-7, nothing existed to accommodate the depth of information that I wanted to have on people to distinguish myself and go that, be, always be able to go that extra mile, um, you know, where it's not so crowded. Uh, I said, I have a need. And that's really where I began. I have a need. What could make me better? What could make me more successful without anything slipping through the cracks and being on the top of my game and being perceived in your mind, most importantly, as a professional distinguished from everybody you encounter, right? So when I added all that up, I know how to create software, I know how to create a category, et cetera, et cetera, which I had done with ACT. And so I thought, I'm going to do it again because of that personal need. And my need is simply this, Marcia. I don't want to be like everybody else. I do not agree with the status quo uh, you know, most people, if the truth be told, are amateurs in how they deal with relationships despite what they may think, but in fact, they are amateurs when you put a professional next to them. And what I want to be is that professional. And what does that mean? Well, just like I described on what I remembered about you versus what you remembered about me, if, if you had to, all things being equal, if you had mm-hmm. to say, wow, if you, you know, had to pick somebody that was uh, you could rely on that, you know, never forgot the details, you know, kind of an elephant never forgets, if you will, uh, that just is on, you know, at the top of their game. 
uh, and a professional, which one of us would people typically choose in a blind study? Well, I'm going to argue they probably would pick me. Now, there's a lot more to developing relationships. Obviously, I know that, but I've got to give myself the tool that equips me to now carry it forward in my personality, in my principles, in my ability to, you know, make an investment in you, et cetera, et cetera, and focus on your needs such that I win your favor. Um, And uh, let me mention one more thing here that's important. Uh, You know, all of these types of systems, including VIP Orbit, um, you know, uh, give me the ability to capture clinical data, as I call it. Okay, so... You know, you were, you know, from Eastern immigrants. Uh, I could leave it at that. Okay, I know that about you. Great. What really takes it to the next level, though, where we begin to connect, and that's what I was really looking for in the invention of VIP Orbit, was what, give me a tool uh, that enables me to collect certain information from which I can springboard into the greater realm of opportunity that I call emotional data. In other words, I, you know, when you and I did have our encounter, we got to talking about our ancestry, and we found, wow, there it was some common ground there, right? And, mm-hmm. and that, that, that sparked even greater interest and, and enthusiasm and, you know, uh, in our conversation such that we were beginning to emotionally connect because of that commonality that I first started talking about. And that's what I wanted to have that didn't exist in the Apple world as I had abandoned Windows and, and you know, came to the Apple world. Uh, only to discover nothing existed. So, as a user, the way I describe it is simply this, for my personal benefit and value of VIP Orbit. It is my on-demand, instant recall, photographic memory executive assistant, which I've kind of alluded to, but that, in, a, in one sentence, in a nutshell, is the, you know, what it gives me, but what it um, delivers to me is uh, a higher percentage of what I'll call the likability factor from people because I engage them on a true emotional, personal level better than most other people. And so, you know, it improves my chances of winning. And like you said at the beginning of the show, life is a contact sport. What's your score and are you winning? I want to have the highest score and I want to win. Well, on that note, we are going to take a break. And when Mike comes back, Uh, He will tell us how to contact him and how to find out more about VIP Orbit. Stay tuned. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com.
Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidle. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back. This is Marsha Zidle, your Smart Moves Coach, and today my guest is Mike Muni talking about um, the VIP orbits. And it was absolutely a fascinating uh, discussion about the value and what it does. And now, Mike, tell the listeners how to contact you, how to get more information, and so that they can be as enthused as I am about this product. Well, thank you very much. Uh, Very easy to contact me via email, uh, Mike at VIP, very important person, Orbit, O-R-B-I-T dot com, VIP Orbit. Mike at VIP Orbit dot com. You can go to our website, VIP Orbit dot com. Uh, the apps, the iPhone version is free, available at the Apple App Store. The iPad version is a one-time cost of $9.99, also available at the Apple App Store. We have a free sync service, so if you have multiple VIP Orbit versions on the various devices, they automatically sync, so you effectively are device independent. Uh, and then the Mac version is available at the Apple Mac Store, which is a store you can only go to from your Macintosh, not from your iPhone and iPad. And that is a one-time cost of $29.99. Um, we have won many awards. Uh, for example, the last two years running, iBusiness Magazine's annual cover story of the top 50 best productivity apps for iPhone and iPad users. Uh, These are the 50 best in the world. I'm talking Evernote, FileMaker, Dropbox, Skype. They've ranked VIP Orbit number one. Uh, We've won many other awards as well. But fundamentally, you know, what is the reason that you might even consider downloading it? If you are of the kind of person, and not everybody is, but if you are, that challenges the status quo and doesn't want to be part of the status quo, Uh, the reason that VIP Orbit is important is because people matter. So if you're of that belief that people matter and that there's infinite potential in facilitating and fostering closer relationships, then you will have a hard time finding anything with greater utility and advantage for you personally than VIP Orbit. Well, thank you so much, Mike. It has been a very interesting program. And as you said, the VIP Orbit is to help you not build, maintain, sustain important relationships in your life. So thank you. You're very welcome. Thanks again for having me. I've really enjoyed it. It's time for Marsha's Musings, a tasty morsel of wisdom and wit to take the growing pains out of growth. What's impossible today that can be possible tomorrow? 
For many years, it was widely believed to be impossible for a human to run a mile in under four minutes. Picture this. It was a windy spring day on the 6th of May, 1954, during an athletic meeting between the British AAA and Oxford University. Roger Bannister crossed the finish line with a time of three minutes, 59.4 seconds, and broke through the four-minute mile psychological barrier. This was so noteworthy that Forbes named it as one of the greatest athletic achievements. What makes this event more significant is that once the four-minute barrier was broken by Roger, within three years, 16 other runners also cracked the four-minute mile. So what happened to the physical barrier that prevented humans from running the four-minute mile? Was there a sudden leap in human evolution? No, it was the change in thinking that made the difference. Bannister had shown that breaking the four-minute mile was possible. Previous runners had been held back by their beliefs and mindsets. When the barrier was broken, other runners saw it was possible, and then 16 runners went on to do the same. We need to realize that our beliefs and mindsets limit or expand our world. Beliefs have power over us because we treat them as though they're true. Beliefs influence what we attempt to do or achieve, what we pay attention to, and how we react to different situations. Our success and failure begin and end in, in what our minds believe is possible. So here's your another smart moves tip. The first step leaders can take in influencing the world around them is to change how they think about it. If Roger Bannister accepted that the four minute mile was a physical limitation, he would never have tried to break it. Just like the runners of time past, many of the barriers that hold us back today exist only in our minds. Here's three smart moves questions. One, what are the four minute miles that are holding you back in your leadership and business achievement? Two, are there any role models who are challenging existing limits that you can learn from? And three, what's the payoff for you, your business, your life when you make that change? Listeners, are you ready to take the blinders off and get rid of your mental barriers to achieve your goals? Let me show you how to move from now to next to success and get 101 ways to be successful. Contact me, Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call me at 972-380-9181. You're listening to Marsha Zidle, the Smart Moves Coach, making sure you're on the right track and not getting sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability. Next week's program is Seven Ways to Create Instant Rapport. This is a great follow-up to today's program, Orbits, Your Sphere of Influence and Resources, How to Get the Most Out of Them. My guest will be Patrick Dewar, business marketing coach and host of the TV show, The Business Spotlight. 
He was a guest in October of last year and presented seven keys to marketing without money. He gives great practical advice for businesses to succeed. Join Marsha and Pat on the Business Edge April 30th. Here's a smart moose tip for the coming week. Don't be the Lone Ranger. Quickly acknowledge what you don't know or are uncertain about it. Then find those around you who have the experience or knowledge to guide you. This accomplishes two things. It recognizes them for their expertise and gets them committed to your success. I'll end with my favorite quote. There are three kinds of people in this world. Those who make it happen, those who let it happen, and those who asked, what happened? Which one are you? If you're highly motivated to make it happen, let me help you make it happen. Call me now for a free consult at 972-380-9181 or email Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Thank you for listening to The Business Edge with Marcia Zidel, the Smart Moves executive coach and speaker, helping entrepreneurs and business leaders take their company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth, innovate, improve, ignite, or die, make smart moves. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marcia Zidel. Please join us again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and enjoy taking your business to the next level. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 